like to welcome you to today's Stats and Short Stories episode. Stats and Short Stories is a partnership between Miami University and the American Statistical Association. Today's guest is Dr. Linda Young, Chief Mathematical Statistician and Director of Research and Development of USDA's National Agricultural Statistics Service. I'm John Baylor. I'm Chair of the Department of Statistics at Miami University, and I'm joined by my colleague, Rosemary Pennington, Professor in the Department of Media, Journalism, and Film. We're delighted to be speaking with Linda on our short episode today. Linda, welcome. Thank you. Oh, certainly. One thing that I've, I'm just curious to hear, hear your thoughts on is some of the challenges in doing survey research. There, there are terms that we hear a lot, the, the idea of undercoverage, non-response, adjustment to service, service to surveys. <laughs> so if you could could just describe in a few a few sentences and what what does it mean to say that there's there's an undercoverage problem when trying to conduct a survey? What's what does it mean to say that there is non-response in a survey and how might that cause a problem in a survey? And what other kinds of adjustments might you do? The uh, for to conduct a survey, just think you have to have a a list or some other way in which you identify whom you want to survey, one of the primary things we have is a list that we maintain of all farms and potential farms. However, think about it. Some farms go out of business. Others come into business. They don't automatically call us up and say, hey, I've started a farm. <laughs> so our, our list is incomplete at any point in time. We struggle and work very hard to try to keep it as complete as possible, but it's an unattainable goal. So when we conduct a survey, any farm that's not on our list is is in our group of undercoverage. We know we don't have them, and so we haven't surveyed them. And we want to adjust for that. Uh, how much adjustment depends upon what kind of farm or what kind of survey we're conducting. If there, it's a large farm, we almost always have those. It's the the small uh, farmers that we have trouble finding. And so, if it's something like organics or local foods, then under coverage is a bigger issue. We talked to uh, the former director of the U.S. Census um, several months ago, and he talked about you know the issue of testing questions and ensuring that the survey questions are measuring what they're meant to be measuring. And so I wonder, given the fact that you're surveying farmers and and then um, and you do this survey of farms every five years, sort of what, what are you guys doing between those two big surveys to sort of test your questionnaire and to make sure you're gathering the data that you want to be gathering? We have a substantial group that conduct cognitive tests of our questions. Since the last census, we've developed a new uh, set of questions for our demographic section. All of those have been heavily tested. Other questions on the census have also been tested. Just to do what what uh, you mentioned, we want to be sure that the, they're answering the question we ask. Mm -hmm. So, so talk talk a little bit about how cognitive testing of a survey item is conducted. We identify farmers who are willing to work with us. And we send individuals out and they have uh, basically a, an outline of how they're to approach things. They first administer the questions and watch the person as they, they complete the form. Or, and then they go back and ask questions 
say, for example, they said, you know, it seemed to take you a while to answer this question. Mm. Was there a problem with it? And then they discussed the uh, things that, that have come up, the concerns they have. Sometimes we'll see that the question they answered isn't the one that uh, we were trying to ask, and we try to figure out why, why that was a problem. And then we come back and revise the questions, go back out and test them again, and it's an iterative process. So I, just one last question. I mean, so if I want to pre- prepare a career for a career at NAS, where I'm helping my students get ready to, to work in your organization, what kind of background should they have to, to do this work? So we have several different uh, career paths. For a statistician, for statistics, it's good for them to have some sample survey experience, to take some classes in that, to take classes in modeling and multivariate. So it's a broad spectrum of uh, statistical tools that we bring to bear within the agency. Another track is more of the cognitive, the usability testing, and so that's more of the psychology type training, that, and as well as a foundation in some statistics that a person would need to have to do that work. Oh, perfect. Thank you. It's, it's been our pleasure to have Linda Young join us on Stats and Short Stories. Stats and Stories is a partnership between Miami University's Department of Statistics and Media Journalism and Film and the American Statistical Association. Stay tuned and keep following us on Twitter or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to share your thoughts on our program, send your emails to statsandstories at miamioh.edu, and be sure to listen for future episodes where we discuss the statistics behind the stories and the stories behind the statistics. (laughs) 